Hello and welcome to the third official episode of Sports Corner. I'm your host, Mike O'Day. Got a lot of things out to cover today and a special podcast forevermore. We will now cover the NFL on Sports Corner. That's right, you heard me. Not only do we cover the NBA, but now it's the NFL. But of course, we got to start where our roots came from, right? Let's cover the NBA first. First thing I want to talk about, who is the biggest threat to the Warriors? Right now I have three teams in mind. The Boston Celtics, Houston Rockets, and Cleveland Cavaliers. Any team with LeBron James on it likely will go to the championship, especially in the Eastern Conference. So I see that. If Boston finds a way to beat Cleveland, I think they have a real good chance of going to the finals. Do I think they can beat the Warriors? Probably not. My money would be on Golden State, but I think they have a good chance because, oh, well, the team hasn't been playing overall. Right now, at the top of the power rankings, at number one with an 18-3 record. Houston Rockets, number two in the power rankings with 14-4 record, have been tearing it up lately. James Harden has been unguardable. Chris Paul, when he is not shooting well, has proven that he can pass the ball well. He's always known he's been a good passer, but he has just been so unselfish. When you have two guards that can average over 10 assists per game, that's really hard to do, and I think that guard tandem will be the difference maker, especially with the defensive players they picked up in the offseason. They definitely have a good chance of beating them. In my opinion, probably have the best chance of beating them in the NBA. New thing we're going to be doing every segment now. Top players from every night. The last night's top players. Carl Anthony Towns, Jimmy Butler, and Andrew Wiggins. 78 points on the night combined. Great performance by them in the win over the Suns. Obviously not a tough matchup, but still, that's a lot of points. Damari Carroll had other plans last night for the Grizzlies. Said, uh, I think we're going to win this game, and made it happen. 24 points in the W for Damari Carroll and an unexpected victory. Now, I heard this. I don't know if it's true, but I want to talk about it anyway, just, just for fun. Because if this does happen, personally, I think this gives Cleveland the edge over Golden State. Clippers are apparently shopping DeAndre Jordan. It's also been noted by many NBA sources that they've hit up the Cavs. And then asked for exchange Tristan Thompson. Well, what would this mean for both teams? For the Cavs, this means, very simply, you have an evenly matched finals now. Between Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, Kevin Love, LeBron James, J.R. Smith, and Dwayne Wade. Now add DeAndre Jordan. Who's going to cover DeAndre Jordan? Zaza Pachulia? That man's a joke. He's not going to do anything. DeAndre Jordan is going to throw down on his head all day. It's going to be Lob City up in Cleveland now, no longer in L.A. For the Clippers, it's a full-scale rebuild, basically. Basically what it means. Think about it. Without DeAndre Jordan, their best player on that team is Blake Griffin. Not saying he already wasn't the best player, but that's really their only player now. They would try to be building around Blake Griffin. Personally, I don't think that's a great idea. I think he's a, a really good player. Do I think he's a player you want to build a team around? No, probably not. I don't think you should be building a team around a player quite of his skill set. I think you should be building around a player more like a guard. 
some some exceptions are with Christoph Porzingis or Laurie Markkinen, just based on the fact that they are so versatile and so great. But personally, I just don't think Blake Griffin's the type of player you want to build around. A lot of people might disagree with me, but that's just my take on it. When we get back, we're going to cover the NBA matchups, and then we're going to get into some NFL stuff. This is Mike O'Day out Sports Corner. I'm your host. Catch you in a bit. Hello and welcome back to Sports Corner. I'm your host, Mike O'Day. Breaking news for you. The Memphis Grizzlies have fired their head coach, David Fisdale. The Grizzlies have been struggling on the season, only 7-12. And after losing the Nets last night, that was probably the final straw. He will no longer be part of the Grizzlies coaching staff any longer. The new head coach is J.B. Bickerstaff until further notes. Moving on to tonight's matchups in the NBA. Magic versus Pacers. I got to give that one to the Pacers. They have not only have the better record, but have been playing much better basketball. Cavaliers versus 76ers. Now this is a toss-up. To be honest. Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid versus LeBron James. Oh, it's really hard, and their records are so close. Cavaliers 12-7, and, and 76ers 11-7. I have to take a pick. I have to pick one. I got to go with the Cavs just based on LeBron. Because LeBron and Ben Simmons play small forward. I think, I think if anyone could shut down Ben Simmons, it's LeBron James. Pistons versus Celtics. This is going to be a good game. Pistons and Celtics have been playing very well. Two top Eastern Conference teams. Got to give it to the Celtics, though. They've been on a tear. Let's see if they can keep it going. Trailblazers versus Knicks. Ennis Cantor out with back spasm still, and Chris Porzingis has had back tightness. They are playing very cautiously with that. So due to that, got to give it to the Trailblazers. Many of you would already say that the Trailblazers would have won anyway, but the Knicks are 9-1 at home, so we'll see how that goes. Nets versus Rockets. Rockets. I'm just, there's nothing to even talk about there. Rockets. Moving on. Mavericks versus Spurs. Definitely the Spurs. They're playing significantly better basketball than the Mavericks and will probably annihilate them in this game. Kings versus Warriors. Definitely got to go with the Warriors. Kings are pretty terrible. Lakers versus Clippers, the battle of the Staples Center. Two L.A. teams go head-to-head. Got to give it to the Lakers, though. Uh, personally, I think with Julius Randle, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram versus Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, I think the Lakers have may not necessarily be the overall better team, but I think they've been playing better. Basketball, per se. I think their overall basketball play has been better. I'll give it to the Lakers. That's kind of a toss-up, too. Both teams aren't very good. That's all for NBA today. Now we will be moving on to our first ever NFL segment. First thing I want to talk about, Super Bowl picks. Steelers and Patriots for the AFC. I believe they will meet the conference championships right now. They are leading the AFC with the two best records. Obviously, in the NFC, everyone already knows the Eagles will definitely be a Super Bowl lock. And my great football they've been playing, I'm sure will pay off. Biggest disappointments in the NFL. Well, first starters, the Giants. Everyone, uh, there were NFL analysts who actually had them as a Super Bowl pick this year. You know, Odell Beckham, Brandon Marshall, Shepard. I mean, they had a very good team. 
and Eli Manning, of course, but none of them have been living up to expectations. Why? Because they have no offensive line. That's why. Can't protect Eli Manning. He has no time in the pocket. He's forcing passes, pushing the ball. He's not getting a lot of time. And as you can see, when you have a makeshift offensive line, you get makeshift defense for your quarterback. Cowboys, after such a great start they had last year, making it to the playoffs, they've been playing terrible. The offensive line can't protect Dash Prescott. Des Bryant's not doing anything. Dash not doing anything. They got annihilated 28-6 by the Chargers on Sunday. It's quite pathetic. I don't know what happened, but that's something I'm going to have to fix up. Falcons is a big disappointment. Why? Because they should be leading their division. The NFC should be theirs right now. NFC. It's not that they're playing bad football. They're just not playing as good as football as they did last year when they have a very similar core. I don't know why. I think they've been choking. I, I, again, I mean, not like the Super Bowl choking, but I think they might have something to do with it. I think it's on their minds. That would, I would think, would motivate you. But, you know, it happens. Raiders. Everyone thought that they might be a Super Bowl contender. Uh, no, five and six on the season. Definitely out of there. Chiefs. We thought they were going to be a big thing, and then they lost five of the last six games. So they still have a winning record. Still not doing great. When we get back, we will have more to talk about. We're going to talk about what's wrong with Cleveland, the fight between Michael Cabtree and Hakeem Talib. I'll be right back with you. This is Sports Corner. I'm your host, Michael Day. See you in a bit. Hello, and welcome back to Sports Corner. I am your host, Michael Day. And we got a couple other topics of the NFL we'd like to cover for you. First thing I want to talk about. Cleveland Browns, what is going on with them? I haven't won a game all season. But then, getting annihilated by my Bengals yesterday. 30-16. Great win for Cincinnati. Who day? But that's beside the point. They can't beat anyone. Anyone. Here's a couple reasons I think would probably be why. First off, I think the owner, Jim Haslam, has something to do with it. There's something to be said for franchises that struggle. They all have one thing in common. Crappy ownership. Look at the Knicks. James Dolan. Look at the Kings. Their owner. You can see the trend I'm getting at, right? Since Jim Haslam has taken over in 2012, the Browns have not gone to the playoffs. Not once. Last time the Browns went to the playoffs was in 2002. That's a long time to be rebuilding, don't you think? Now, granted, they've had better records in seasons past in the last two years. Why do I think their season sucks so much? Well, that's because of their coach, Hugh Jackson. Okay, this guy has no business being the head coach on any team. Any team. Coach the Oakland Raiders on 2011. 8-8 record. Was fired. Was bounced around the league. Didn't get a head coaching job. But he was offensive coordinator, wide receiver coach, running back coach. Kind of did menial work, basically. And now, he's the Cleveland Browns head coach. The guy who couldn't get a head coaching job since 2011. But last year, they made him their head coach. Hugh Jackson. Since he's been coach of the Cleveland Browns, They've had one win in two seasons. One win. So, yeah. This is my plan. Fire Hugh Jackson. Hope your owner sells the team. And keep 
using that number one pick, and you know what? Get a quarterback. I don't care how good any other player in any other position is. You find the best quarterback with that number one pick, and you take him. Without you get a, unless you get a quarterback, your franchise is going to suck. You need a quarterback to be successful in the NFL, and they have proven that they are incapable of drafting, drafting anyone of quality. It's ridiculous. It's pathetic. As far as I'm concerned, they're not even an NFL franchise. When you, when any team sees the Cleveland Browns on the schedule, they go, "Oh boy, here comes a win." You, they're literally just there to improve everyone's record on the season. That's literally their only thing that they're good at. It's improving other teams' records. Moving on. The fight between Michael Cabtree and Hakeem Talib. Nothing new. These guys fought last year. Guy ripped off his chain, threw a punch. Big deal. Happens all the time. NFL. You've seen A.J. Green get into a fight with a Jacksonville player. It's common stuff in the NFL, okay? It's common. Personally... I'd like to see more of it. I think it's pretty funny. It's fun to watch. But I would say that's not great for the players. One of them wasn't even wearing a helmet while they were fighting, while the other was wearing a helmet. That was just dumb. I Honestly, they need to just step up from that. Sunday's games. Browns versus Bengals. 16-30 Bengals. Eddie Dalton with 214 yards. Two touchdowns and zero interceptions. Joe Mixon rushing for 114 yards and one touchdown. Deshaun Kaiser, 263 yards. Zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. Vikings versus Lions, 30-23. Vikings. Case Keenum, 282 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Matt Stafford, 250 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Chargers versus Cowboys, 28 to six Chargers. Philip Rivers, 434 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. What a game for him! Dak Prescott, 179 yards, zero touchdowns, and two interceptions. And not so much for Dak. Giants versus Redskins. Giants lose again. No surprise. Kirk Cousins with 242 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, and Eli Manning, 113 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception, and the 10 to 20 loss to the Redskins. Bears versus Eagles. Eagles, this isn't even, this is ridiculous. 3-31, Carson Wentz, 227 yards, 3 touchdowns, 0 interceptions. Mitchell Trubisky, 147 yards, 0 touchdowns, 2 interceptions. I will continue in a bit. See you back at the Sports Corner. I'm your host, Mike O'Day. Catch you in a bit. Welcome back to Sports Corner. I'm your host, Mike O'Day. Let's get finished up with these scores. Titans-Colts, victory for the Titans in 20-16. Jacoby Brissett with 196 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. And Marcus Mariota for the Titans with 184 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. Seahawks and 49ers, 24-16. Seahawks. C.J. Beathard, 201 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception. Russell Wilson, 228 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Panthers versus Jets, 35-27. Panthers, Josh McCown with an amazing game, even though he didn't get to win. 307 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Cam Newton, 168 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interception. And there, 35-27 victory over the Jets. Bills versus Chiefs. Bills win it, 16-10. Tyrod Taylor, 183 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. Alex Smith, 199 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. Broncos versus Raiders. Raiders get the W, 21-14. Derek Carr, 253 yards, two touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Trevor Simeon, 149 yards, two touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Saints versus Rams. Drew Brees, 246 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. Jared Goff, 354 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. And their victory over the Saints. Packers versus Steelers, 28 versus 31. 
28-31, Steelers upset game in my opinion. Ben Roethlisberger with an outstanding performance. 351 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions. Brett Hundley, 245 yards, three touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Tonight's matchup, Ravens versus Texans. Ravens are going to take this one easily. Deshaun Watson down for the season, and J.J. Watt still has not returned. Ravens, one of the better defenses, and when you got Tom Savage throwing that ball, I expect a lot of interceptions. That's all for today, folks. See you next time on the Sports Corner. I'm your host, Mike O'Day. Catch see you next time.